Yo, welcome to another edition, another Speaker Geeker Podcast. I'm your host, Steve-O Steve. And we're back with a brand new episode. Yo, I'm here with my partner, Tommy T, our residential music enthusiast. And yes, we are sir. also here joined by a brother of the show. He came over to visit us uh, from our mother from another over there. Our residential comedian and entrepreneur, Money Mark. Y'all give him a round of applause. Uh, G will be back, like I said before. He will be back. Our residential MC will be back soon after he gets married. Make sure y'all go and blow up his uh, Facebook page and all his social media and tell him congratulations. It's coming up real, 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 real soon. Yes, sir. And um, other than that, man, I'm your residential uh, former recording music, record, well, your former music exec of over 10 years and your uh, residential music historian. Steve-O Steve. We are in the building. We are ready to go. We got a fun episode for y'all today because first off, we are talking about this whole debate that's going on about Drake and Michael Jackson. So we're going to get into that a little bit later. But first, of course, we're bringing you the news with Tommy T. And then also, we are bringing you the top five records of the week for the Speaker Giga playlist on Apple Music and Spotify with Money Mark here as our Guess our residential comedian in the building. So without further ado, please, 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 please. If you are looking at the official Speaker Geek podcast play, uh, page, please, the three media page, page, matter of fact, please subscribe, hit that little bell. It'll turn, I think it'll gray out or it'll turn red. One of the two. You'll know when you hit it. So you don't miss anything that we got going on. Also, if you're catching us on your favorite podcast platform, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Beezer, uh, uh, Anchor, shout out to Anchor for holding us down for so long. Uh, any of the other ones out there, please, please, please subscribe so you don't miss any episodes that we got going on. So without further ado, man, make sure you guys like, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, let's enjoy. What's up, guys, man? How y'all week been? Man, I just wanted to say that's what she, my bad, I just want to say that's what she said when you say, you know when you will hit it. I like that. <laughs> know when you hit it. Know yeah. when you hit it. That's what she yeah. said. That's what yeah. she said. Yeah. Yeah. You know when you hit it. Hey, <laughs> that might need to go on the shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll see you, man. Just Mark, man. What's up, dog? I'm glad you're here, man. We uh we were supposed Pretty to have him on last week, man, but everybody was just not not a <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, bro. Hey, we here now. We here now, man. It's old news. We stopped bringing up old stuff, man. Got a couple Porsche trucks, a couple old schools. Can I tell y'all what happened uh, last week? What happened, man? Man, I went to a a house party with a car and a game night, right? Mm-hmm. Man, man, I got some hit. Can I say, can we? No, can don't I do just that. say what I want to Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh. There's no, my feet was on the roof of the ceiling in my car. <laughs> this nigga, and, uh, and he like six uh, my, eight, six nine. My, my feet was like this. It was right in the roof. <laughs> Let your imaginations run wild, people. Let your imaginations right. run wild. That man said, "I thought it was next week." <laughs> no, I text you. I said, "I text you next week." He was like, "Yeah, yeah, I got to start writing stuff down in my calendar." 
That's exactly yeah, what you said. Yeah. <laughs> that's your fault, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, and, hey, I took I took full uh responsibility for that. I okay. said my bad, and uh I should have put the date on that, and mm-hmm. I didn't, so that was on me. But you here now, man. I'm glad we you back on the pod, man. We always talking um uh, about books and everything. Um, mm-hmm. Before we get started, man, what's been going on with you and, and what you got going on, man? Man, I ain't been doing nothing, man. Honestly, I've just been reading like a book every two weeks. But this new book I picked up, man, by James Clear, Atomic ha- Habit. Yep. Oh, my God. It's talking yep. about like compound um, mm-hmm. compound interest of your time, basically. It's just like yeah. where you can change your life 1% of the time every day. If you just mm-hmm. do 1% of, you know, dropping bad habits every day or improving yourself. Yeah. Man, you're gonna be times thirty-seven by the end of the year. Yeah, so it's just like taking small steps and stuff, man. I ain't been doing nothing, man. Just researching a lot of stuff, uh, learning how to edit videos better, watching uh Issa Rae Masterclass, and uh, watching um Squid Game on Netflix, man. That's the best <laughs> damn show on earth, bro. Yeah, I'm about to go check that out. Yeah, that's in my in my list, man. Because of because of you, man. Like this, I was telling the white lady, the white lady, right? The white ladies who were my, you know, at my job, they was like, I told them about it. It was like, oh my God, Marcus, it's so gory, but it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) When the white lady make her lips like this. Hey, that's how you know. That's That's how how you know. know. So good. She hooked. It's over for real. Why damn American people can't make shows that damn good? Mm hmm. Nah, Watch bro. it, y'all. Squid Game, bro. Best show I've ever seen on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. going to check it out, man. I'm I'm definitely going to check it out, man. Yeah, I'm definitely going to uh, I'm gonna put that in my list. I, I got to, it's, you know, it's fall time, so those fall shows start coming back. So yeah. I'm like, ah, I got a couple routine shows I got to put yeah. in there, too. But yeah, that's definitely going to get added to the list. <laughs> Me, too. Uh, whenever I get a chance to watch. <laughs> Let me ask y'all a question. What you Is, got? Um, Watching a TV show with your, since y'all married, is watching a TV show with your your wife is that a love language for y'all? Yeah, it depends. Yeah. yeah, it depends. It really depends on your partner. Yeah, because uh, if someone value for me, it is because I value time. Yeah, spending time with people, so I love to sit down and just kind of uh, hang with my wife and watch a show. Um, or whatever. So yeah, because we, you know, we we watch a lot of movies. So it just depends. It depends on your partner. That you know, their love language. But yeah, for me, it is because I value time. Yeah. <laughs> yep, same thing, man. It's like we spend time, we work together. So mm-hmm. it's like you know, so it gives us an opportunity it? to like actually have something um, that we think is stupid. Like we may watch something and be like looking at each other, like that was dumb. She's like, yeah. <laughs> That's where most of our jokes come from. It's like stupid TV that we watch. <laughs> Look, hey, real talk though. One of my coworkers, right, Tommy, this is about you too. Yeah. She was like, she watched uh, Married at First Sight. She was like, I be watching our reviews. I said, my homeboy and his wife do that. I showed her. She said, hell yeah, I watch them all the time. I Did put she? that on everything. Yeah. Like, That's, <laughs> That's so what's random. up. She's like, you know him for real? I said, yeah, I used to babysit his ass. Boom. I got his ass fired from food line one oh, day. Oh, man, that nigga's stupid. <laughs> hey, that's never going to get old, man. It's not, man. Never, ever. He did not get, get me old. fired from food line. I quit. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell, tell your coworker I said hello and tell I said thank you for for checking us out, man, and keep watching. Um, major things is happening. That was that was like Monday, I think. Was it? Yeah, that's dope, man. That's cool. That's cool, man. I appreciate that, really, man. Yeah, I um, can't beat that. No, you can't, can't beat that at all. You see, you you do you appreciate her watching her me babysitting? No, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate her watching, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm just making sure. <laughs> oh man, shit, man. sounds like everybody' week's been going well. Yeah. Uh, good lads, good lads, man, fellas. Let's get into this top five, top let's five records it. of the week. So, of course, G is out, and but in the spirit of G, we still do top five records of the week. And this is actually part of this is actually kind of influenced by uh the man himself, man, Money Mark, because top five all started with him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, yeah. so shout out to Money Mark who's on the show, and uh here we go, man. Let's jump into this top five, man. Um. Since Money Marks the guest of the show, man, you go ahead, man. Start out. What was your, do you got your top five records of the week? All right. Talking about previously or this this week? Uh, This week. Okay. Well, coming up. Well, we're going to go. Well, no, no, previously. Previously. Yeah. (laughs) Coming up to this day. We're going to go. My number one is One Way Cutie Pie. Man, I just like that song. Cutie Pie, you're the reason why. That's my shit right there. That's the. they 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 had it on the score in uh snowfall mm-hmm. on one of the mm-hmm. on one of the episodes. Uh Baby Keem whole album. That's a whole <laughs> <laughs> uh uh yeah. new yeah. new uh new album. I know you talking about singles, you talking about songs or just Mozzie whole new shit. Uh who else I've been listening to, man? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Tim's, the lady, uh, the uh, African singer. She, yeah. she's mm-hmm. just nice. And that's great a, person. Oh, for real? Yeah, great. Shout out to Greg, Greg, man. Greg, no music. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <coughs> let me see. And lastly, man, I try, okay. And, um, Grown Symbol by, uh, Grown Symbol by, uh, in the return of Symbol by J. Cole. That's my, that's my shit. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So, yeah. I, yeah. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, that sounds solid to me. Yeah. Yo, that Mozzie is that Mazi album, I'm enjoying bro. that Mozzie. <laughs> that Mozzie was in my top five last is, week. dope, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, I really think I, I want. I really want Mozzie to be bigger than what he is, but we will have yeah. to wait and see. Yeah. Um, Tommy T, yeah. since both of y'all in Atlanta, we just gonna connect the dots, man. Let's do it. Hit me with your top five. What you got? All right, man. So, uh, A Ball and MJG pimps. Okay. <laughs> hey, A-Ball got a part in that What it like What'd he say I got gold mouth Curt Something man Gold mouth is something He's from Tennessee And I'll be like Yep that's me Uh, Earth Game Top Down Okay Okay uh, Let's see What else we got Twister Get It Wet Twister really uh like I've been uh, like <laughs> man Twister man he uh like dude is dope man I ain't never really just like go through his music like that at one mm-hmm. time this past week I I got an opportunity to like really just go through everything um and somehow from Twister I got two Bone Thugs and Harmony uh, for the love of money. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then this Waikisha remix, Moneybag, Yo, Lil Wayne, and Ashanti. Um, it made sense that Lil Wayne got on this song, and I'm glad that he did. But Ashanti was a surprise to me, man. And she uh she really like Ashanti can sing, man. Like I never just like was like, hmm, can she really like she can blow, man? Um, honorable mentions, I got this Larry June and Corday or Cordo. I don't know how you say it, say it, but don't try it. I was checking that out. And then uh Meek Mill featuring Lil Uzi Vert, Blue Notes too. Yeah. Um those two is just my honorable mention, but they're still dope. Songs. Word. Word. Sound like a solid week. Yeah, yeah that uh, that Waikisha remix, I did enjoy. And it, it made sense for Ashanti to be on there too, because that's kind of, I think that beat. Uh, yeah, the beat came from with, like one of her yeah, songs. One of her it songs, was like just a, just a straight up surprise for me, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so shout out to Ashanti, man. Ashanti. Mm-hmm. Ashanti around here being like, naked and I imagine her putting out some music soon, bro. I mean, like she need to. I, I wouldn't miss it if she did. But <laughs> she already <laughs> naked enough running around here, bro. Forty-year-old lady, boy. Man, yeah. crazy thing is, she don't, she don't look like she's aged at all. At all, um, brother. At so all. Shout out to shout out to her. Black does not crack. Hers at don't at all. Mm-hmm. So. Uh man, I'm around out the rear, man. We're gonna give you my top five real quick here. Uh man, T.I. F him. He dropped this off that little John beat, man. I, it, it felt good to see Lil John. Uh, yeah. I actually saw the video before I saw before I actually um heard the song. Yeah, I actually heard the song. I, I thought I was like, huh, I wonder if this gonna be on Apple Music. And it happened to be on there. So shout out to uh Lil John and T.I. uh for F him. Man, I like when um I like when T.I. spit that way. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Outcast, Spaghetti Junction. I don't think this record get is just do like it's it supposed doesn't. to. It doesn't. Yeah, it's a fun record, man. I love it. Um, ja Rule, It's Murder. This is song that had DMX and Jay-Z on it. Um, so coming off that versus battle, I listened to like the whole Vinny Vinny Vici, and I was like, man, I ain't skipping out <laughs> on one record on this thing. So uh, shout out to Rule. And everything he got going on. Uh, still trying. I'm still waiting to see what he followed with after that verse. Uh, okay, so I got a story behind this next one, right? So, Big Crick, 86. You, have, 86. you heard that record? Yeah, man, of yeah. course. <laughs> so I think this is the, this record here, right? I'm riding around. I got my son with me. Uh, and we was getting the oil change on the BMW whatnot, we riding back and I just happened to see this, uh, see that Big Creek album and I was like, all right, let me, let me put this on. And, you know, my son, like I've told y'all before, is really into J. Cole. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me, let me see what, I, got, I like to gauge what he's, you know, where he's at. And like, uh, lately he's been getting into the Eminem. Like I said, last week he's been, uh, uh, he's excited about the Venom movie. So he's listening yeah. to the old Venom song that Eminem did. And then we've uh, he started looking into more Eminem stuff. So we've been listening to some Eminem with him. So he just kind of, he's like, oh, okay. Uh, so now when he gets in the car, he's like, can we put on, put on some Eminem? was like, ah, you know, whatever. But this time I was like, man, let me see. What can I throw on? So, so it was two records that I threw on, or two albums. So one was this Big Crick one. Mm-hmm. And 
I know how he's starting. Like, I, I think I'm seeing the evolution of like him becoming a hip hop head yeah. because the first thing he does is when the song comes on and catches attention, because normally he's like, he's just kind of over there chilling in the panda side. He's either talking to me about anime or something, but he's kind of just, you know, looking out the window, chilling, doing his thing. But then when something comes on and catches air, the first thing it does is look at the screen and he'll look at it and be like, okay, who is this? And literally this song here, after, you know, the first couple records on that, on that big creek, it got to this 86. And all I did was look over and all I see him doing is bobbing his head. Yeah. Yeah. Bobbing That's his head. Like, yeah. to you, bro. I like he, 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 he's he's evolving into that uh, <laughs> into that hip hop head. So I'm like, man, this this is pretty cool, you know. Seeing him uh, start to grow into his uh, his taste of music. Now the second record, I just happened to be coming off of that uh, whole job rule. So we actually played this before we played the Big Crit, and I was listening to the old Jay Z uh, Life and Times. Uh, hold up, Volume Two. Is a Lifetime show called Volume Two? Yeah. Whatever had uh, ends what. And uh, ends who on it. So first, hard not life was really the song that caught his eye. Mm-hmm. But then when we got to this one, he was kind of. And I know it's a vulgar song, <laughs> but uh, you know, what I'm saying I listen to it with my son, and you know, w- you know, make sure he's good. So yeah. we listen to that, and he just man just kind of got into that zone where he was just enjoying the music. So it, it's pretty cool to him listening to the older music. And yeah. as well as the new ones with Big Crit and enjoying it. So I'm seeing the evolution of my son become a a, a hip hop head. But, you know, nevertheless, those were the backstories on the two songs. But that Big Crit 86 is hidden. It's always, man, that song is ridiculous. Yeah. It's pretty dope. And then Jay-Z and Was In Who. I mean, it's, it's a classic song. Uh, one of those songs that that I think, I feel like, that was one of the songs that got Jay-Z to the South. Uh, besides Big Pimpin', but I think this one here, it had that had some bass in it. It was like, oh yeah, okay, okay. And we took a little bit of notice. So uh my honorable mentions, West Side Gun, Eddie Kingston. Man, and this West Side Gun album is tough. Mm-hmm. So I love it. Eddie Kingston is actually a wrestler, so it's pretty cool to see him make a song with Eddie Kingston's name in it. Yeah. One of my favorite wrestlers as well. Uh, Shouts to Eddie Kingston and Westside Gun. And then the last song is a song that, man, I enjoy a lot. Can't wait to hear more of it. Run the Jewels, Ooh La La. And Wayne's ooh, on this record. La La. And it just, it, it, for one, it's like a classic New York hip-hop beat. Yeah. But then, man, you got Killer Mike Wayne just killing it. And it's a fun record, man. So that's my top five for the week with my two honorable mentions. Uh, y'all be sure to check out the Speaker Giggers playlist on Apple Music and a Speaker Giggers playlist on Spotify to hear these records plus G's records. And y'all enjoy that, man. Hit us up. Let us know how you liking that playlist. Uh, and be on the lookout for it because we'll be posting it throughout the week as the episode drops so that y'all can Hit the link and go straight to it. Yes, so, sir. man, shout out, shouts to everybody in the top five. So from here, man, we got like always, we got the news with Tommy T. That's your breaking part, right? Yeah, that's that's the breaking music. Make it up with my own, right? Whatever. I'm gonna start with this one, man. I wanted to. A few weeks ago, we lost a a great actor. Uh, Michael K. Williams, and they finally came out with the report of how he died. Uh, let's see. It was a Mike K. Williams 
was determined to be a fatal drug overdose. Um, I had one thing about this. It's, it's like it's not about um what he was using to die. Like everybody uses stuff, you know. Um, my thing is, why do people use fentanyl? Like it was, it was uh, according to New York City's chief medical examiner. Examiner, the actor's manner of death was acute intoxication due to a lethal combination of fentanyl. I can't say this other word: heroin, cocaine, um, p flora fentanyl, something like that, Fent- fentanyl, or something. But yeah, man, it's it's ain't that what Michael Jackson was killed with? Well, uh, yeah. Like I don't understand why people like like what is the use for? Is my question. Right, but it's not that they're using the fentanyl directly. Mm-hmm. People are cutting <clears throat> drugs with the fentanyl. Ah, yep. so they're stretching it with the fentanyl product. So you know. You can use 800 milligrams of Tylenol or 1,000 milligrams of Tylenol and you'll be good. But mm-hmm. I think like 8% of fentanyl, it could kill a, I mean, it could kill you. Like yeah. 0.8. So I just think people are like, they're just, they're, they're cutting drugs with yeah. the shit. So the people don't know what the fuck they're using. So yeah. that's all it is. That's a, see, I never thought about it, but the, the that stood out to me because it's like, man, we're like everybody that pretty much used that has died, you know, or it's been a part of it. I never thought about them, them people. I didn't honestly, I didn't know that you could stretch it with that. And it's like, why would you anyway? Um, but more to more to the story is, man, we lost a great one. Um, dude and his roles and I didn't I wasn't a big, huge fan of The Wire but he played a, a epic role in The Wire um, Lovecraft Country he played a, a awesome role in Lovecraft Country um, Boardwalk Empire was dope um, mm-hmm. you know in all the movies that he was in man so he is truly going to be missed and everything like that um, moving right along I kind of want to laugh at this one Ben Simmons um, actually is not said he's done playing for the Sixers. I was like, why does the Sixers still want him? Is my question. Um, ben Simmons is a point guard for the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. He's still in contract with the 76ers. Lately, he has been refusing to talk to anybody from the team. He's not wanting to go to the training camp. And everything like that. So, do you think that he still has uh, four years left on his contract and 147 million left on his max contract? Um, <laughs> if you were the Philly, if you were the 76ers, man, how would you feel about like basically the guy that you like was like, all right, man, I'm finna, you know, sign this guy and, and believe and build around him? How would you feel about? Um, his response to not actually reporting and wanting to play for your team anymore. Ah, uh, man, this is I normal athlete behavior. Uh, <laughs> it seems like, but uh, I just think I think Ben needs some help. I mean, whatever it is psychologically, he just can't get over the hump. So, I mean, yeah. if it ain't working out, man, I think both need to part ways amicably and you know go somewhere where you want to play because. 
I mean, I don't know. It's a whole breakdown with the Sixers. It ain't going to make nobody any better. So, But at the end of the day, it is a contract. So you're going to fulfill it or you're going to sell it off. So yeah. one or two. But if he refuses to play, do you still got to pay him? Uh, he, ain't holding, he ain't holding up his end of the contract to me. Depends, well, it depends on what Clutch Sports put in that contract. You know, Clutch Sports, yeah. they they cold with them contracts. You yeah. know, only like 10 players getting paid during COVID. Clutch Sports knew what was coming up. So, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I can see Ben Simmons going to a, um, a C-list team or <laughs> D-list team like the Magic or, uh, yeah. you know, but th- some Sacramento or something like that. My thing is, is is it like, do you think Ben Simmons is a player that will go to a team to improve the team or just be at a team to just, you know, because we were talking about that with the Bulls and had I got uh, Zach Levine and uh, DeMar DeRozan, I think it's somebody else there. And I was like, they didn't improve, like they improved the team, but the Bulls aren't going to go anywhere because of them. You know what I'm saying? I don't see Ben. Go ahead. Tractions there, right? You say what? Tractions still there. You just can't have like Cody White and Zach Levine. Yeah. yeah, There. So you got to still expand the nucleus of the team. It's just like you got a straight five now. Like same thing with New York. New York not going nowhere, but they got a straight five. Yeah. So you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But that's it's like a that's foundation. That's the thing, yeah. because it's it's like for Ben Simmons, and I'm pulling it back to him. Like basically, man, this dude's worth 147 million, man, but he doesn't play like he's worth 147 million. Because he like for somebody for me to pay somebody a max contract of 147 million dollars, we need to be going to the playoffs. We need to be, you know, it needs to be some consistency coming from that player because I'm spending a lot of money on you where I can go develop this rookie. Develop this uh, second, third year player, build around this team, build this team over here, and I don't have to pay that much for one player. You How know? long has Ben been playing so far? Is Man. it three years? Five years. Yeah. It's five years now. I was gonna say he's been he's been yeah. Philly did the same thing to another. I can't remember what that guy's name was, but he basically was like a top player coming out of college, and then when he got to the pros, he couldn't shoot. I think. Uh, and uh, then he got traded to the Magic, I believe. I can't remember dude's name. I know. It's, I, no, I don't. Yeah, he was sitting on the bench. Like, they were in the playoffs. He just sitting there on the <laughs> end of the bench. And oh, you like, talking about your boy? Yeah, boy, yeah. he had like a, a nerve condition. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, the thing about with Philadelphia, right, you can't talk bad about your star player once y'all get put out the playoffs. Doc Rivers talked bad about being Simmons. Yeah, So, yeah. he made – Ben Simmons feel like Will Smith when his daddy didn't want him. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. on Fresh Prince. So it's just like, like, who wants to play for somebody who doesn't want you? You yeah. feel me? I mean, mm-hmm. I know you're getting paid 147 and shit like that, but bro, when a person don't want you, why stay in that toxic relationship? Nah, I feel you, man. But it, it's still it's still like, why give him, like, it, I look at it two ways. Like, it's like Ben Simmons is a great, well, to me, he's a better basketball player to me, but it's like those big times, those big moments, he doesn't show up. I need you to show up in those big moments because that's when it matters. Like how you brought up, uh, you know, when before we started recording, you was like Tennessee lost yesterday. Those are the big moments that Tennessee needs to win. 
You know what I'm saying? So those are the moments that count. It doesn't matter if, if Tennessee last week beat fucking Bowling Green. We playing Florida. You know what I'm saying? Like when Ben Simmons and the Philadelphia 76ers are in the playoffs, they need to be winning. I'm not a 76ers fan. I'm a Celtics. You know, all day, every day. But um, it's like, man, you coming like you're consistently in the top three of the East. You know, it's like and you get put out the second round of the playoffs, third round of the playoffs. You never making it. How many rounds is it in the playoffs? Like two or three before the finals? Three. Yeah, yeah you never four. make it to the uh to the uh the uh <laughs> Eastern Finals, which you should be every every year you should be making it to the Eastern Finals. That's your I'm point guard, you. man. That's your that's your basically your your leader on the court. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I don't think uh I think this is one of the problems with big markets because Philly's a, a big market like Boston and New York. When you take a guy like that, if you look at Philly. There's no, there's no, uh, no star veteran. Cause yeah. they, I mean, there's a veteran there, but there's no star veteran. Mm-hmm. So when you take a kid like that and you push him into the spotlight and push him right there as you the guy, so people, some people can't handle that. So you know, some people shrink in that in them big, big yeah. money moments. So I'll be honest, I, I think, I think Ben need to go somewhere and play. He needed to do what LeBron did when he left Cleveland and he, and he came down to Miami to play with uh to play with D D Wade. But wasn't uh? Well, I guess you're right. He does need to go play with somebody. But shit, man, it. it I don't know, man. I don't know. I I wish him like good luck. You, I like what you said, Steve. Prime example, Tommy. I like what you said. Vince Young went to the Titans. They got rid of him. damn Billy Volek and Steve McNair. Yeah, mm-hmm. he needed that leadership. Mm-hmm. You feel me? He need. Why would you get rid of the leadership? You feel me? Like yeah. a lot of people come in the league, they expect you know, like white quarterbacks, like they'll sit on the bench five, six years, six, seven years. Yep. Yes. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, for example, but they're getting that leadership. Even the dude under Aaron Rodgers right now for Green yeah. Bay Packers, it's like he's sitting right there waiting for his time. Yeah, look at James so, Winston. Yeah. Yeah. Crab legs. I call him crab legs. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at crab legs. Yeah. One year on the Drew Brees and then look at him now. But I don't know, man. I think, But I don't think Philly had anybody for him. Who did they Wait, get rid of? Philadelphia was spending absurd amounts of money. Anyway, they gave Tobias Harris fucking 108 or 180 or yeah. something. They gave Bobon some fucking money. They gave Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. some fucking money. You you had the veteran there, but Jimmy Butler, nobody likes playing with him like that, though. AKA Michael Jordan's son. That's still Michael Jordan's son. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know what changed when he got to Miami, but I like it because I was scared yeah. when he came. Yeah. I was like, no. That's too <laughs> and funny, then, man. And then we started balling. I was like, oh, okay. All right. All right, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. He definitely needs some veteran leadership. Like coming out of LSU, he was already hurt. People talk bad yeah. about him. Say was yeah. prepared mm-hmm. for the NBA. He set out for a year. Came one rookie of the year over Donovan Mitchell, which was unfair. Yeah. But he needs. He childish. That's all it is. And That's what it Joel is. Joel Embiid childish too. Oh yeah. 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 So um, where y'all see him going? Go play with LeBron. <laughs> He got too much over there, man. No, you, he can go to uh my the Magic, Sacramento. Magic. He's gonna go to a, a OKC. 
somewhere like that. He's just not going to go to a big market team. But what uh, he's to put in the same situation though, with no veteran leadership at those markets. Yeah, but you're trying to sell tickets. Who's going to a Magic game on purpose? Mm, that's, that's, that's true. Like if I was there <laughs> real, to see a basketball fans. game, the Celtics would have to be playing, and I just <laughs> happen to be in Orlando to like, yeah, if I go to a Magic game. Probably need to go to Charlotte. He's not a point guard. He's not your dude. He doesn't know nah, how to pass. He can't shoot. Yeah. So anyway, well, good luck yeah. to Ben Simmons, man. Um, I hope that like he's a better player than me. He's in the league um now. So I hope he finds a home, man. And and can be happy and, and lead his team the way that he feels like he can uh lead the team or be a part of it. Um moving right along, man. Um what y'all want to? Oh, Ti challenges Fifty Cent again, man. I'm gonna bring up this versus thing because um, we're talking about a lot of stuff against uh, competition against each other. So uh, Ti and Fifty Cent. Some people are like, oh, it's not a, it's not a good um, versus. Ti thinks it is at the uh, premiere of BMF, which is actually comes out to be. Um, a really good show about uh, the Black Family Mafia. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of them, but um, they did it. I've seen a few documentaries about it. The guy Big Meech is, uh, you know, who Jeezy is always talking about. This show is about them and their um, organization. So um, at the premiere of this, um, T.I. basically was doing a concert in the middle of the or right before a song he gave, a, he basically said, give them what the people want to see, man. Talking to uh, 50 Cent, talking about doing a versus. Um, I really want T.I. to do a versus with somebody. Like, I think he deserves it, that notoriety, but I think him asking to challenge, or him challenging somebody, like over and over again like this, is uh, makes it disinteresting to the viewers of Versus, you know? But just want to hear what you guys got to say. Man, I, I'll be honest. I love Tip, but I'm just, just, you know, just sit back and, and wait it out, you know? I don't, I don't think you need to consistently ask like that. Because uh, if it they ain't going to do it, he just ain't going to do it. I don't even know if that's a good matchup anyway. But <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's one of those things where you're like, bro, just just chill. <laughs> Somebody come along at some point. Yeah. Your time just ain't ain't right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Versus been linking the wrong people together. You feel me? Like I feel like that's a that's that's a horrible matchup. I feel same thing with like. I feel like Missy Elliott and T Pain should have went together, went against each other. Like Missy they got Elliott so many T Pain. Damn. Yeah, that would have been crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like Jodeci and Pretty Ricky need to go up against each other. That's just I know different. Nah, nah, I was there. You just clapping cheeks to them songs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they, Joe, I said Ti, <laughs> Ti and Jeezy should have went up against each other. They're trap music. You feel me? Like. Yeah. Yeah, like that's a bad combination. You feel me? Like, I just feel like it's stupid. If you really want Fifty Cent to go up against somebody, he should go up against the game or somebody somebody he beefing with or something like that. But he don't need 
that's two different genres or two different lanes. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That's I, but I still think I think um I don't like that matchup with 50 Cent and T.I. But I don't like the matchup with uh I always thought T.I., like I was saying earlier, T.I. should have went up against Ludacris. I think for two reasons, because of course Atlanta, but they were out at around the same time. Well, they were out at the same time. And essentially they were on competing, uh, like basically competing with each other as far as like their music. At one point they were beefing, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, th- I just always thought that would be a better matchup than Ludacris and Nelly. Um, just because, you know, the type of music that they're making and the, and the hits that they're making. Um, but, yeah, T.I. just keeps asking for 50. And I think it's just because 50 Cent was like, um, is a villain. And I think T.I. is more so of, well, I think we can we can banter together and stuff like that. So I wonder what type of relationship they have outside of, like, you know, within the music industry and outside of the music industry to see how interesting their banter together would be. I feel like Ludacris should have went up against Buster Rhymes. They make the same music, same party, fun music. Like, yeah. they always playing in their videos and stuff. Who did Buster Rhymes like were- go against? Didn't he do one? No. He just, he just did MTV Awards recently, did like oh, seven-minute okay. uh, seven uh, melody. Uh, uh, but oh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, I don't think Fifty Cent would be a good versus battle with anybody because he he actually has like he his music is like nobody makes music like Fifty Cent. Yeah, man, that's crazy. But um, no, nah, they don't, man. Like I, I don't know, man. I. I it is, we've had this conversation about where we see the verses going. And I think um, the people like the people that's actually in the industry are going to start like they basically are starting to challenge people anyway. You know who they want to go against their hit for hit um, and stuff like that, which I think that's the evolution of the verses. But I think some of them are just like silly. It's like people don't want to see you go up against that, like putting your hits against that because it's unnecessary. Like, I don't think Diddy and Jermaine Dupri are good versus. I think Jermaine Dupri would smoke Diddy. What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, Diddy probably smash JD easy. I don't don't know how I feel about that one, man. Like, I like it, but then again, I don't like it because I feel like both of them could have better opponents. Um, man, this man got the whole Usher Confessions catalog, bro. What you, what you like? You was clapping cheeks to that in college. What you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but man, you go down that roster, man. You got you talking big. You talking about Mary J. You talking about Total. You talking about Faith Evans. You talking about uh, <laughs> goodness Daddy, gracious, Mace. No, Puff <laughs> Daddy didn't produce. Puff Daddy didn't produce or write none of that stuff. Jermaine Dupree produced and wrote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a good point, but that's bad boy. I mean, yeah. he got that executive producer credit. Yeah, he can he yeah. can play it. Okay, what what bad boy song influenced y'all? 
Anything Shoot. Biggie, man. Scott's <laughs> like, <laughs> like anything oh, Biggie. Kissing you? Like, uh, that's, a, that's his juggernaut, though, man. That's none, the, of, none of that influenced y'all ass. Like, white teeth. <laughs> None of that shit influenced y'all. None of that no, wait, fucking what? music influenced y'all like white tea. Up in my white tea. That shit influenced. That's how I know. Bro, Pump that ain't what got you, no music that fucking influenced you. But you, you, you can't play white tea against. What you can't? What you mean? Ah, yeah, in my white tea. Man, what's yes. Was you not? Did that? Did that? When you yes. won that fucking yes. car? You're absolutely at MTSU, correct. When you won that fucking car at MTSU, I bet you had a fucking tall T on and it was white. Nah, not that day. You had a tall T on, no D. Nah, I was I was actually on the court, so I actually had something on. <laughs> but I mean, nah, crazy, Steve, I definitely influenced me with the white T. But uh, Puff Daddy nah, music did nothing for you. Nah, I can't say that. Yeah, Big Sky's the limit. That's probably one of my favorite records. Yeah. Usher Confessions wanted you wanted to be in a fucking cheating relationship. You wanted to know what it was like to cheat on a woman. <laughs> listening to that, yes, the fuck you did. Every time I was in LA, I was with my ex girlfriend. He was like, I want a bitch in LA. I like seeing the word, singing the words, but I ain't want to be in that relationship. It sounded horrible. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, nah. awful, man. I was like, yeah. Well, no, I, like, I think, think Diddy would have been, uh, Diddy challenged uh, Dr. Dre. I yeah. think that would have been a, a great one just because mm-hmm. of where they can pull from and then the history behind it. I think I said that last week, didn't I? Yeah. It's just, for me, I, I look for the stories. It's, it's Honestly, I think it's how people enjoy the verses when they happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I think DMX and Snoop Dogg's were one of the best ones just because the stories that they were telling. And also because that's probably like one of the last times we actually got to see um DMX in some type of, you know, public platform. Mm-hmm. Um Drake Drake catalog Drake catalog too long for Diddy, man. Yeah, it was smash, Diddy. Yeah, yeah, I think so, but it, it's it's just like the stuff, the stories that we didn't hear. I think is what I'm looking for the most. But honestly, man, what I would like to start seeing is record labels versus record labels. Like, nope. I want to see No Limit go up against some people, bro. <laughs> No limit, do no limit got quantity. They ain't got quality. They yeah, don't, but I, they bruh, but like you like you made the point, like white T influenced us more than Diddy did. No limit definitely influenced a lot of people more than a lot of record labels. Cash money influenced us. More than no See, limit. I didn't bring up cash money. <laughs> cash money. And eight ball and MJG influenced us more than no limit. You just said about gold teeth. And niggas was out here getting candy paint on their cars and yeah. riding old school and shit. Like, no limit didn't influence us for real. Nah, think I think they it, did, just, bro. They, they they were just putting out a lot of music. Bro, they put out a lot of music, but we liked it though. Did you really? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> bro, my wife knows all the songs. We be sitting like long long car rides, we be in the car jamming, man. You put a no limit mix on, we good to go. So long limit mix about 30 or 40 with all the CDs they put out. Think about it. How many songs is Who, in that mix? What was the what was the girl name that never came out with the album? Peaches Mercedes or something? Did. Mercedes. 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 That's yeah. it. She yeah, did she come out where but yeah. she was on like the album cover for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> 
coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in the back. I I, I think the record label versus record labels is, is it could only work with the smaller record labels. I think it'd be kind of dangerous because it's, it's going to expose it because it, it I don't think Def Jam it, should do it or that's what Def I'm Jam saying. Versus, like, no, absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely it, it, not. You really can't. Like I I really believe some people just shouldn't do a versus. Like I don't think Drake should ever do one. Uh I slick think Diddy should Diddy shouldn't ever do one. Jay-Z shouldn't ever do one. And then record labels like Def Jam and and Sony you think it and should Warner stick should never. Like yeah, actual, I, I think mostly artists, um, you know. music artists should do. It. Yeah, and I think some people just should, you know, they sh- they they should keep their mystique and never do. I think one. they need to uh, start moving to like moving out of the north, though. I definitely think they need to come down to the south. I don't know because them north ones are special. What'd you say, <laughs> Mark? Two things, real quick. Talking about a down south versus, we need a Mister Lucci versus. Who would you put Mr. Lucci up against? <laughs> That's <laughs> Mr. Lucci got like two records. What <laughs> you need to let your son listen to? Uh, Mr. Lucci. <laughs> or the last Mr. Big, man. <laughs> no. I, honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, honestly, though, but it's still because y'all mentioned something about Jay-Z on the down south beat, right? Yeah. I feel like we was robbed in the early 2000s when Jay-Z or Kanye West didn't put out a gangster gear grills. Nigga sounded like on a down south beat. Like Memphis Bleak and Trick Daddy around here was the closest thing we got to Jay-Z being on a real down south beat. And that shit, him not making the gangster grills, I think that's like LeBron James not getting in the duck contest. Mm. I think he should do one. Yeah, but I, I think Jay Z's mystique and, and I think he shouldn't have done one. Yeah, what? I think. Yeah, I don't think it would have served him anything. Like as a fan, it would it would have been like, oh shit, Jay Z. <laughs> if he was on the album, um, the Gangsta Grill album that he did in like '07, I think, I think that would have been perfect. But not his whole own Gangsta Grill. So you remember, like, you remember how shocked you were to hear random hip-hop legends on Down South Beats? Remember when Crunk yeah. Juice came out and they had Ice Cube on one of the damn last songs on that motherfucker? And yeah. like, oh, my fucking God. Why yeah. the fuck he ain't been do- doing this? It's sort of like Is that, that damn surprise factor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, Jay-Z couldn't, I don't think it would be, it wouldn't be as great as it would be if it was like versus a whole gangster grills or him on a few tracks. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think. Yeah. I think if he made like a surprise and like if he showed up on something, yeah. Then I think it would have been amazing. But I, I think I think some people need to keep their mystique where they don't they don't follow the trend. Cause Gangster Grills just became a, a gigantic trend. Everybody who anybody was doing one. Right, right. Uh, right. I think some people just kind of Stay away from that. I don't it, know about Ye though. It worked for I Lil have to Wayne. Think about that one completely. Huh? It, I said the Gangsta Grills worked for Lil Wayne completely. It worked for everybody. For you know, what I'm saying Plies. For, it didn't work for Plies. I'm kidding. <laughs> he didn't really need nah, one. He didn't I get one. Like, I don't think, man. Yeah, I just feel like he shouldn't have never renamed his first album. I I think it should have stayed the Real Nigga Testament. What is it now? Yeah, the Real Testament. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he changed it. 
Um, damn, that's crazy. Obviously, Ti doesn't have an opponent, a good opponent, because we start talking about everybody else. Uh, <laughs> like, like, what can you compete with? What you know about that? Nobody had like what you know about that. When you think about that song, it takes in college to watch ATL, or yeah. you think about yeah. the video and shit like that, like the girl from the um. Show, whatever that damn move show with uh whatever Robert Townsend daughter whatever but yeah sisterhood parenthood, parenthood, parenthood? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but Ti music is nostalgic so yeah. who are you gonna put up against him I think he lost his opponent when they did Jeezy versus Gucci. Because uh, mm-hmm. if you think about Atlanta, I always say it, man, the three headed monster of trap music in Atlanta, the Mount Rushmore of Atlanta. Artist is is Tip Gucci and Jeezy, yeah. and only two of them can do a versus battle. And when you lose that, that's it. You know, like I, I think he lost his appointment. I get, I get, he really want to do one, but right now, I, I think it's gonna be one of them things that you just don't get a chance to do because uh, mm-hmm. you can't yeah. force it. You know, and Yo Gotti a horrible opponent for him. Yeah, I don't oh, think yeah, got somebody who's really talking about that. hits in Tennessee like for us who went to college and went to or whatever, not even college for us who grew up in that 2000s era of going mm-hmm. to the club y'all mm-hmm. gotta have about 40 fucking hits but globally or you know uh, regionally people are like hell no nah, he only got down in the deal you feel me yeah yeah so that's I definitely so, agree with that that's crazy man um, last thing about this versus name before we move right on, who would you give Project Pat a versus with, or do you think uh, he's deserving of a versus? It'd be more of a group thing. It'll be three six. It the one that never happened. Three six versus Bone. I, mm-hmm. Project I wouldn't have Project Pat by himself. Yeah, yeah. Does Bone have twenty? I mean, Bone got twenty songs regionally in the Midwest, but does yeah. the Bone has? Because you know the versus battle is subjective anyway. It's all like, right, right, right. Like. So does Bone have twenty fucking songs? Because three really? six guys, you could play a whole three six album from choices to down when the smoke clears to the summer underground. You could play any. You know all their artists has every artist three six put out. Every motherfucker got twenty songs. Yeah, I um, I think Bone got. I don't know. That's a good question. That's something that we have to find out because that may be one of the moments where we re- well things start to drop and then we realize like, oh, because the thing about the verses is, you know, you play stuff you're featured on too. So, you know, even if they ain't got 20 hits by themselves, which I'm sure they got at least 10, um, then, you know, it's features and stuff like that. I mean, it just really depends. I mean, I like, uh, shoot. I, I mean, I didn't think back, Fat Joe had as much as he had when he faced Ja Rule, and then I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, yeah. Joe had plenty. Um, so it just really depends. Do deep cuts count, though? Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? I don't saying? think like, so. I don't think so. Deep cuts, because, you know, for example, we uh, we use Yo Gotti, for example. We I, think, use, I think anything. Right? For mm-hmm. us being in Tennessee or going to, you know, parties, you know, that's the rise, that's the climax of the club. 
when you play, and that's what's up. It's been yeah. a long time coming, a lot of dope running. That's the climax of the club. But that's a deep cut if you go look at it regionally. Yeah, no, nah, I, I think it counts. Everything counts. <laughs> if you if you got something that, because the thing is, like, we don't know where it turned up at in other places, too, because we wasn't there at the moment. Like, some of that stuff, be surprised, because that was a, you know, that was a, the, uh, a, uh, you know, that was just an album cut and it took off. So I, I you know, I think every record, every record counts. Like whatever you got, if it's one that, you know, it might have been popping where you was at, but then you might figure out that we was listening to it too. Yeah. So nah, I, everything counts. Like if you got something in the stash you finna drop, man, everything counts. Okay. So Project Pat just need to go against TI and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't who do you think of win? T.I. Oh, yeah, T.I. easily. T.I. one of my favorite rappers, though. Actually, man. I think Tip had two. I think Tip had two, two, four, three potential opponents. And Ross, Gucci, and Jeezy. Yeah. Uh, anything after that? I think yeah, that's I think really T. I, I think T.I. and Rick Ross will be a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't never that, think about that because I, I think T because Rick Ross has already done one, and it's like he could probably do another one. But um, I don't want to see somebody do one twice unless yeah, it's something I, like how Jada was I, able to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's part of a group and a solo. So yeah, um, yeah. I, I I just think at this point, Tip just ain't gonna get one. Yeah, I, don't I think, think they, so. You know, I don't, or they just gonna make one up, and we be like. We don't know where this came from, but okay. Uh, <laughs> let's move right along, Lame, man. Lame, what, you got, what, you got, what you got? What you got? What you got? What you got? You said Lil Wayne off limits? Yeah. Yeah, see, I think Wayne is one of them that don't need to do one either. Yeah. Like, you know, Wayne, Dre, Jay-Z, Diddy, uh, and, a, and a couple other folks. I think they just... Kanye, I yeah. think some folks just don't need to do one. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne off limits. Yeah. Um, what we got? What's up next? Um, let's go to this one and then we can get into it, man. Drake tells J. Cole he is the one of the greatest rappers ever. What you find is that? This was on complex, man. I saw the video. It's a video. Like uh basically, um I think it was uh J. Cole's uh Friday night in Miami, like he was uh basically his uh the off season tour, mm-hmm. and he brought Drake out. Um, <laughs> Drake took the opportunity to give him his flower. He say, Drake say, I gotta say this because I don't always want to have a heartfelt moment when we're on stage together. Um, you know, you did that pipe down freestyle the other day. You were saying in the freestyle that they gave you the bronze or or whatever, me and Kendrick. Um, I just want you to understand something. You are genuinely, without a doubt, one of the greatest rappers to ever touch a mic. Um, I can't say that he's wrong. Like I think J. Cole, J. Cole got it for our for our, especially for our uh generation. J. Cole definitely is uh one of the greatest to touch it, to do it in from from our generation for sure. But um, what do you guys think about uh, 
Drake giving uh J. Cole his flowers now. You know, that's something big that we we are we are completely on here at the Speaker Geekers podcast is making sure people get their flowers while they can smell them. So um just want to hear y'all thoughts about that, uh what Drake said. I'm gonna let money go because money look like he got something on his on his mind. <laughs> because I'm gonna come right after him because I feel it coming on. Me being a comedian, I'd be like, how the fuck does he tap into his emotions? Yeah. Joe Button, a less lyrical Joe Button or some shit like that when it mm-hmm. comes to emotion. But I wouldn't say he's good. J. Cole, one of my favorite rappers, but for you to be saying that about somebody, you he don't have he only got one classic album to me. So it's sort of like you can't really say that. How another nigga who ain't got no are we? Drake ain't got no classic album so so far gone. Yeah. That's a mixtape. So it's just like, bro, how can another regular nigga tell another regular nigga you a great nigga? So I that's like motherfucking uh damn Mookie Blaylock telling Full <laughs> Web, you know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong, they both two good ass artists, but <laughs> he says <they're>, Full Web. <laughs> and Drake and you know. J. Cole, one of my favorite artists, but he's not great. You don't think so? You think he'll ever reach it? Mundane music. Like, J. Cole, like, you cannot, this, no knock to J. Cole, I know this might, and that's my nigga, like, I really fuck with J. Cole, like, so, but if J. Cole, if you cannot go on a road trip listening to J. Cole because you're a policy while you driving, I'm telling you, like, J. Cole doesn't... So who who would you... Who would you put in that category? Artist? Say say it again. Of a great artist? Yeah. Rick. Say it one like more time. Rick Ross, mm-hmm. his discography is untouchable. Like he his, he got a better discography than Jay-Z, but Jay-Z is a better rapper. Yeah. But I got you. Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle, just based straight up uh Yeah, Lil Wayne, shit, Jay Z, Jeezy. Those are the those are the ones you put in place of. Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm with you on that. But I still say, man, J Cole. Like, I put him in there with with. Like, I think Big Crit is one of the ghosts to to do it. You know, not the greatest of all time, no. But in my category, in my list, yeah, they they in that they in that uh top tier level for this generation. What you what you got, Steve? I see I see it like leaking out of your face, man. Oh, I, you know what? No, I, money actually just money t- <laughs> money took it. <laughs> I, 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 I really I was I thought I had a rent coming. I'm thoroughly surprised. I'm so happy people are seeing what I have been seeing for so long. Oh my goodness! Uh, look, I'll be honest. I put J Cole a little oh, a, uh, over Drake, mm-hmm. but I, I mean at the end of the day, hey. Now one of my thing is why why everybody being so nice. All right. Like it's okay to be nice and give people their flowers, but the whole pipe down thing and, and, and Cole talking about you know Kendrick and and J Cole are like superstars to him. I'm like, dude, come on, man. 
I don't, I don't know if you, you know, whatever your mental state was, but you, you J. Cole, you, I, I need that spirit of competition to come back. Somebody needs to get that because, because Kendrick ain't sitting around thinking that. But these two light skinned dudes over here, we you don't know, know that they, about Kendrick though. Huh? We don't know if Kendrick is is he hadn't said anything. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nigga. I'm eating on your top five tonight. God damn it! What are you talking about? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Smoking on your top five tonight, nigga. What you mean? This nigga Kendrick Lamar is this, this like Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> listen to me, but the nigga they have classes on this nigga albums, how, you know what I'm saying? Like, them niggas be like, they have classes on this nigga album to break that shit down. That nigga shit so, like, layered. You feel me? Yeah, From mm-hmm. the beat selection, it's, Kendrick Lamar is our time. Like, Kendrick Lamar is Lauren Hill of rap music. Yeah. Like, her shit so layered. Like, you feel me? Like, Kendrick, I don't like Kendrick Lamar until I started, I was listening to this podcast on Spotify called um I don't know they break down people music and shit. Yeah, I forget that's what Greg was be uh told us about. I can't it's a, he talked about it in our Slack before. Yeah. I every time but, he bring it up I was like man I gotta listen to this joke. Bro that shit they broke down miseducation of Lauren Hill. That shit took that shit to another nigga because that lady a musical genius. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar does not every he he said he said sometimes it takes him two or three months to write a line. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you, man. But you know, hey, I think like I think what it is, or what it is for me, I, I can't speak for anybody else. But what it is for me, those are the leaders of a time period that we like. Basically, music was we were growing up with their music. You know what I'm saying? Like we have a time where we're in college. You know, and there's a time where we was like, yeah, this is it. This is it. But then there's a time where Kendrick, Cole, Drake, uh, Crit, um, who else came out? Nipsey. All those guys. Yeah. Right. All those guys were were starting to come out and starting to get their their runs. And I think that's what it is. And out of those people is you got Kendrick Lamar, you got Drake, you got uh, J. Cole coming out as some of the top of that that class. Um, and I think that's what it is when it comes to it. It's such a comparison between, especially those three. It's such a comparison between them. And I, I appreciated that from Drake. Um, I'm definitely waiting on Kendrick to come out with this album, but you know, it's just say it again, Mark. Fuck off. Big Crit did not reach his potential. No, nah, he didn't. He didn't. I I think he he still got some. I don't know, man. I, I I'm such a huge. It, it's fandom for me when it comes to Big Creek, man. So say it one more time, man. Your uh, your mic going in and out on me. Is it is it your hair? I think your hair might got your muffled. Nah, I don't Y'all can know. hear me. Yeah, I yeah, got you, you now. now. You can hear me now. Yeah, yeah. No, I say he pissed me <laughs> out. He put it, he put that twelve for twelve mixtape out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he just put it out again as an album with new beats on top of it. I'm like, bro, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. Then his ass didn't want to run no wood, no real jewelry. He went wood necklaces and shit. 
Like, bro, put on some fucking jewelry. <laughs> then his motherfucking ass, he didn't want to work with the new niggas. He wanted to work with all the old niggas. Like, bro, you need to work with the people in your class as well. So I'm like, yeah. his p- potential was here, and he went down. He pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> so you know that's it, like, I never thought about it that way, but you're, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, um, that's a different outtake because I, yeah. I was, I think we was on the, along the same lines of saying that because he's never been put up in that that tier. It was like it's just something that's missing from him. But yeah. looking at that, I mean, he's like a a loner, and you know, for long for so long he did his own beats. He did his, you know, his records. He only really worked with like you know. Uh, older hip hop artists, and mm-hmm. you never heard him, you know, saying reach outside of his uh, his comfort level and do something, um, you know, saying different or something to catch some new ears. So, yeah. no, man, that, that's an incredible point. Nah, it is, man. That's something I never thought about. But still, like I always say, man, when I'm when I talk about Big Crit, it's because I'm a fan of Big Crit. Like I like I love the guy, man. Nick, no, on I my get Facebook. It. No, my Facebook yeah. memories, I was with Big Creek yesterday, 11 years ago. Yeah. At Fat Caps. Got drunk with Big Creek because I yes. know Wally Sparks. You know what I'm saying? We got, you know, Wally Sparks used to be a DJ from Chattanooga. Yeah, yeah. Got fucking drunk with Big Creek and Big Son. I seen so much potential from this mm-hmm. nigga. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to make songs with fucking Bon B every fucking day and Ludacris <laughs> and shit. And fucking eight ball and MJG, bro, make songs like bro. If he would have made songs with Lil Wayne and fucking shit, nigga, Nipsey Hustle, more Big Sean songs, yeah. Wiz Khalifa, like yeah. if you would have, like that's why I, that's why I appreciated uh, what's the last album um, that uh, he had used different producers, and you see mm-hmm. a lot more features uh, and stuff like that. It was it was different for me, but it was also appreciated just because okay, you seeing an, another. Avenue of of things, so um, yeah. yeah, man. Let's get into yeah. this, man. Um, and then in cons- and then the the spirit of comparison. Let's get to this right. This dang on argument that yeah. this debate that folks are beginning to have man. Man. <laughs> with with Drake and Michael Jackson. And that don't even sound right to say. It does not. But it it was interesting to me. Um, just because I think a few weeks ago I brought up the idea that Drake was one of can can be like Steve said he he is not one of the greatest rappers. Either Steve or Greg say he's not one of the greatest rappers. That's probably but both I, of us saying it. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, both of y'all agreed about that, and I was like, yeah, I can see your point. But then I brought up the the idea that he could be one of the greatest artists he could be put into the category of one of the greatest artists. Now, in my eyes, Mike J, man, is probably the greatest of all. It's the GOAT, period. It's like, it, it gets no better than Michael Jackson. Um, but I do think Drake um, definitely can be put into a category as one of the greatest artists um, to actually do it on our side. Mark is shaking his head, but that yeah. is the debate that has been going on this past week. Um let's give a quick back background. Yeah, I was quick. gonna say so, where did it come from, man, honestly. So all this really spawned from the whole the whole thing with Drake having uh I think it was nine 
Yeah. In the top 10, yeah. nine records from uh, Certified Lovable in the top 10, yeah. which end up beating out the prior record of Michael Jackson having, I believe it was seven, seven. Yeah. in the top 10, seven songs from one that album was, in the top 10. Mm-hmm. In 1982. Yep. And from there, it spun this whole thing of people saying that uh, Drake has surpassed Michael Jackson because he was able to, to do this and also that he, you know, was certified level boy, was able to do as far as selling records, which was, I think it, it was like 120 million. Whereas, uh, I, I guess, you know, MJ sales or whatever over his span of his career. So it, it, it came up this whole thing of people saying that Drake has surpassed Michael Jackson. And, uh, actually I believe it was complex who posted the question of who, uh, who was, uh, who was the greatest between Michael Jackson and, uh, Drake. So, that's kind of where all this spawned from. And then we're getting a lot of input, input from not just fans, but now folks in the industry. Uh, I really like what Knife Wonder said. He was saying, are, are we bored at this point? <laughs> because there's absolutely no comparison because when Thriller came out, people ran in the house, stopped everything they're doing to watch this, uh, this amazing video. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, it's so much to this to unpack because first off, we got to, if we're going to, you know, even talk about this whole situation, you, you got to unpack that this, we are now in a streaming era and, you know, we have the streaming era versus album sales, you know, actual physical copies. So there's a lot to unpack here as far as Mike J uh, and this whole Drake thing. Uh, me personally, no, absolutely not. I think it's absurd. I think it's disrespectful to even try to even compare. Uh, unlike, um, uh, Unlike Tommy T, I think Drake is just super average. I don't think he has no business nowhere near for some of the top artists because if we're talking MJ, then you're talking Prince. If we're talking Prince, then we're talking, I mean... <laughs> I love it. I love it. Like, <laughs> like I mean, those two names alone, like, yeah. I'm like, why are we even talking about this? Why and I we? get it that this is, you know, their generation as far as Drake, but come on, man. Like, no, absolutely not. Michael Jackson made fucking five decades fucking work for music, dude. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, from a little kid. Nigga, Michael Jackson had a video game. Michael Jackson had fucking cartoons. Michael Jackson yeah. motherfucking <laughs> had grown ass white men passing out. Like, yes, really? look at this. Bro, Drake, you gotta understand this nigga. If you had seven out of the top ten songs, think about this. Everybody has access to a phone, right? We have the access yeah. to a streaming device. Think about, bro. You had to leave the fucking house to go get that motherfucking record. Think, yeah, how, absolutely. You feel what I'm saying, yeah, nigga. We if Drake come out with a CD at twelve o'clock right now, we have it right here. We don't have to go nowhere. It's convenience. Think yeah. about how many my albums Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson would have sold if cell phones was out back then. No, nah, you're, yeah. you're absolutely correct. Um, another thing, I want to throw this out here because, like, I'm I'm in total agreement with you guys. Like, the comparison between Drake and Michael Jackson is is silly, um, and I don't, and I'm not with it. I think Michael Jackson is the goat, uh, period. <laughs> uh, but Thriller had nine songs on it, seventy seven percent of the Thriller album was on the top, was on Billboard's top 10 or whatever. Um, <laughs> CLB, 
uh, certified lover boy had 21 songs, I believe, which it turns out to be 42% of the album was on the top 10. Um, so I, I like <laughs> with less songs, like yeah. more of them was like more of the album itself was on the top 10, like it, of along with the ease of access for certified lover boy. Um, people had to like Mark was saying people literally had to go out mm. go out their way to get the Thriller album to actually buy it now we're just paying a monthly service fee sometimes this comes through your phone bill like you, it's yeah, paid yeah. through your phone bill so you don't even pay for the service um, where like itemized you just pay my phone bill I get the service yeah. Um, so yeah like I think Michael Jackson and and the Thriller album is said like, first off let's 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 time out. I'm not gonna say Certified Lover Boy is not a great album. I think it's it's a good album. It's a solid album for the times. You, you know just what said I'm it wasn't a great album, huh? <laughs> you, I, you just I, said I, it wasn't a great album. That's that's what it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, you, okay, you okay, okay, whatever, man. It's a good album. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but Thriller to me is probably one of the greatest albums put out. What's oh. that one? Thriller? Yeah. That's Thriller. it right there. Yeah. I think Thriller is probably one of the greatest albums because you can ride Thriller and not skip. At all. And actually probably gonna put it on repeat the whole album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the let's, whole let's, album. <laughs> let's backtrack real quick because you brought up a good point about, uh, as far as streaming service Go for cost. Uh, one thing that we that people have not quickly paid attention to your streaming service is what five ninety nine, yeah, maybe twelve ninety nine if you got a family plan, right? Yeah, and that's once a month. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, think about how much that album cost around that time. At, at around that time, I don't know exactly what the price was around that time, but if I'm thinking about albums, they were like twenty dollars. Yeah, so you're paying more than double. You know, like almost two hundred percent for an actual album that you got to go outside to get. Whereas the convenience of having your phone and paying lesser, you know, to um, hear this album. I mean, of course. Think, <laughs> think about how many times you nigga had to go back out and get there because somebody stole that shit. That shit got yeah. scratched up. Yeah. Somebody yeah. broke that motherfucker. Right. Yeah. Right. Drake can't fucking moonwalk. <laughs> no. <laughs> Drake can't moonwalk. <laughs> Drake can't fucking. Come on, bro. Then guess what? Drake, Drake, what's that damn, what's that shit he came out with? The two, <laughs> two the two-seat slide. slide. Yeah. Nigga, think about yeah. seeing the two-seat slide. Yeah. And it's think just about the instructions nothing. to moonwalking. It's the instructions to moonwalk. Yeah. My nah, Jackson ain't yeah. thinking about fucking goddamn Drake. <laughs> we obviously know he's not thinking about Drake. I don't think it's a comparison. No. <laughs> Drake motherfucking got Michael Jackson on his fucking album. Yeah. And he asked Joe Jackson, could he get it? Joe Jackson said, over my dead body. Two weeks later, Joe Jackson was dead. Damn. Drake got it. No, I'm just playing. I was like, hold up. Did that happen? No, no, that's a joke. And it's all, and, and you know, I know it's fun. It's fun to bring up these, have these debates, but I think some just should not be. Like yeah. I understand people want to really put him in this greatest of all time conversation. Yeah, okay. But he's 
he's average at best. Like, like that's that's the thing, though, man. I I, I think for artistry, I think he's he's a great artist because he's found a formula that works. I'm gonna stop you there. Is okay. that great artistry? I think so. Let, like, let's, like let's, think about it, man. It, it's it's like, um, you know a Pharrell beat. It's gonna mm-hmm. sound different. But you know Pharrell made this beat because he has a signature, right? And that's what I think Drake has. is It's a signature. Drake's going to put out something. Who's buying my music? Who's doing this? Who's doing that? And that's why I think he can he can be put in that category because it's not terrible. His music no, is not terrible. I'm going to stop you right there. Stop me, please. Because I got to get money into, in, in on this stop conversation. Me, <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there because this is the thing. Does that make him a great artist, or does that make him a great businessman? Money. Jump in there. Dude, fucking Lil Nas X got a formula that fucking works. Every time he puts something out, people, the shock value of that shit, the nigga pregnant, the nigga mm-hmm. got blood in his shoes, the nigga making gay videos, the nigga, the formula works. Kanye West, shit. He's a great artist. You know why? Because he taps into everything market, but he's a global sensation. Drake can't fucking sell shit. He's not even selling fucking albums. Listen, every fucking kid has a phone. Kids run the market. Y'all know that. Kids are how artists are made. That's Mm -hmm. why Lil Nas X is so popular, but nobody's buying Drake fucking Nike shit. Nobody was buying Drake fucking Adidas shit when it never came out. But Drake doesn't have a cultural impact. He's a great marketing. He's a marketing genius, but culturally, he's not a great artist. Kanye West makes his own beats. He don't, but shit, got clothing line, got, he got niggas believing in Jesus and all type of shit. Like the nigga goddamn selling out arenas and shit. Drake can't goddamn sell out an arena. I mean, he can, but Drake can't sell out an arena and don't say shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's a major, that's a major point. Uh, and, and looking at that, I think sometimes, like, I think over the course of years, I remember when we got to a point of like, we were like, yeah, we were numbers heavy. It was like, man, he did this many albums and this, and that makes it great. And then we got to a point where we were like, yeah, honestly, the numbers don't mean nothing, anything. But now I think we're, some reason we've turned this corner back to this point of like, oh, numbers. Like Certified Lover Boy has done all these numbers and is doing all this. But does that really... You know what I'm saying? Is is that defining what's great? I mean, Jay-Z said it himself. He said, Y'all believe in Billboard. Like, really? You know, uh, so tell me what I mean, does this is that a listening I to that? At, I look a, at I look at point, does that change? Like, honestly, man, I look at Drake's sellability and his like I look at his numbers, you know, because I look at like I enjoy Drake. You know what I'm saying? That's a, That's another thing, too. I enjoy Drake. I don't think he's a terrible rapper. No, I wouldn't put him in my top five. I hate Drake singing, but Drake makes great songs. Drake makes songs that you can remember. You know what I'm saying? Drake, Drake makes Drake. homecoming music. What's, like, I think that's that's awesome. He's He's got this niche, and he's done a thing that makes him wanted as an artist. That makes him, hey man, we ain't heard something from Drake in a while. Like you got like Steve, I think it's a bias with you. I don't know with you, Mark, but it's it's like Drake is a Drake is an average 
artist, right? He's a middle of the road guy, but he's going to make a song better because it's his, it's him, you know, it's his aura. Like Michael Jackson, like I'm I'm, going to bring it back to Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson didn't get great to me until he went on his own, right? When he came out with Off the Wall, it was an awesome song. It was an awesome album. You know what I'm saying? But that's where he started marking, okay, his greatness. Like, he really changed, turned the corner when he went on out on his own. Like, he was great with it, with the Jackson 5 and stuff like that. But they, honestly, I felt like they were holding him back a little bit. You know but what I'm saying? This, he was a sensation as a fucking kid. He was, he was awesome. Like, it, it, it doesn't take away from how his, his talent was, right? But I think he was better and he reached higher levels when he went by himself. I'm going to prove the point. I'll keep talking, Steve. I'm going to show uh, you. <laughs> now, at this point, we, we got to remember there's growth there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's some growth that has to happen. But the most important part, you you money brought, brought it up. He was a sensation. Think about it. You come out, and yes, he's in a group. And yes, the group, at a certain extent, held him back. But you could see the superstar potential Right there. And then that growth yeah. has to happen in order for him to get to Michael Jackson that we have today, which mm-hmm. really wasn't that far off. I mean, let's take an example for like Beyonce. Like who seeing Beyonce and Destiny Child, you knew Beyonce had some over Kelly mm-hmm. and the rest of the girls. Also, uh Omarion, B2K, you knew Omarion had something special. Uh mm-hmm. who else? Who else? Um Bobby Brown, you know, there's something, there's always something there and you yeah. can see it. You're like, oh man, it, it don't be incredible when, if they tap into that potential. Um, yeah. So in that sense, there's some growth that has to happen. Whereas my argument has always been with Drake was that he stopped growing after Take Care and he just continuously made the same record over and over again because he knew that it was sale. We've heard 6 a.m. over wherever Three yeah. times already, <laughs> you know, we've heard, uh, you know, the the Jamaican song over and over. And that doesn't make him a bad artist. I've never said me personally. I've never said, all right, he's bad. I said he's cool. I got some records that I do like from him, but I can never put him in that greatest of all time. I never got why people wanted to push him into that because I mm-hmm. he was never consistently lyrically incredible to me. I was like, oh, he's cool. You know, and that mm-hmm. was that. Um, so that's why I can never push him to there. Uh, money, what what's your thing with with Drake? Drake ain't a better artist than fucking Beyonce. Oh yeah. <laughs> now that's the only person you can compare Michael Jackson to is Beyonce. This mm-hmm. lady and she performing fucking high heels. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Like, let let me show you how easy it is to goddamn be Drake, right? You would have to get to sell five of these albums, right? Back in the day, right? You would have mm-hmm. to go buy five fucking albums. <laughs> count the phone I'm on. Count this phone. That's one phone, right? All the all my phones on. There's one. Look, if I want to listen to goddamn Drake five times, I got five fucking phones to listen to Drake. I can fix the fucking numbers if I wanted to. Yeah. Nobody's think yeah. about how many times you had to goddamn. Think about, look, you can fix the numbers with the phones and shit. With technology now, you can skew the fucking number. I can have these shits playing on these phones all day long. Mm-hmm. Right? 
this shit for him to do that shit with a fucking album that people had to physically go purchase. Only person who can compete with Michael Jackson as a fucking artist is Beyonce. Prince yeah. can't do it with his ass cut out his pants. Don't even compare him <laughs> to goddamn Prince. You feel me? Like that's blasphemy. Drake cannot fuck with Michael Jackson. Only person can fuck with Michael Jackson, Beyonce, and Joe Jackson. <laughs> Some good ass points. <laughs> I can't argue the point, man. But I think I think Drake's numbers, um, like the skewed as they are, you know, you have to accept that the times are different. It's mm-hmm. it's like Jordan comparing or comparing LeBron to Jordan. There's not a there's not a fair comparison. The times are different. During that time, I think Drake found the formula and it works and he makes great music and his numbers reflect that. I have to go with the numbers. I'm a numbers guy. Um, I'm a numbers guy. So it it is what it is on that. We're going to always agree to disagree. I still love you guys. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I still believe that, that, you know, you can't make that comparison with Michael, Michael Jackson, and 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 um, Drake just because of that. If they were put in the same time, I think Michael Jackson would uh, mop Drake under the floor. Beyonce, the same thing. You know, I think Beyonce is a like of our time. Beyonce is the Michael Jackson of yeah. our time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I've said I'm still like I'm. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see the next Beyonce because Beyonce was the next Michael Jackson. I yeah. think. Um, Tell me real quick. Yes, sir. If you know how skewed the numbers are. Think about this. It's you, your wife, and your daughter, right? In mm-hmm. the house. If all three of y'all like Michael Jackson, right? Yeah. Y'all would have to go buy three fucking albums for the house. Well, I would right? actually have to buy. Well, I'm just saying. Anyway. Three albums for the house. Then you wanted one for the car. You feel me? Yeah. And you say so you got two cars. That's five fucking hours you would have had to buy. I'll just listen to the radio in the other car. I got you, man. I, no, I see. I see your point. I see your point. But that's that's the that's the thing. That's what that's the thing of the different times, man. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's a hard comparison because, like, still you would probably like you would probably interchange the <laughs> the the tapes. Tell me, all time. I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, I got five fucking phones in my house, right? Yeah. If I leave Drake's album on repeat for a whole fucking week, it counts. It yeah, counts. Yeah. I mean, like that's it, that's for everybody else during this time. That's the thing; it's the right. times are different. That's what makes it hard to make that comparison. But Bro, if you was, in, huh? We stay in the era that. Everybody wants to do what they think is what everybody think is cool. So when Drake come out, how many damn uh goddamn app Drake Drake is a meme artist. Whatever yeah. he, he makes memes of himself to go viral. Drake isn't a good artist. Drake is a great marketer. Mm. Like the damn certified little boy shit. Everybody was putting 12 motherfuckers on shit for no fucking yeah. reason. <laughs> He's yeah. a great funny, like like all his out, like remember he had on a um, was it stay scheming video shoot or something like that or no new friends or some shit. He had the black leather outfit on with the boots on and one foot was kicked up. 
Mm-hmm. That's a meme. And, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All he, Drake, when he was crying in that damn video with Lil Durk and shit, and everybody want to use that as the new Jordan crying face, Drake makes himself go viral. Well, He's that may that may be a topic that we can talk about, man. It's the the importance of advertising in today's yeah. music versus yeah. uh, back then. Because I mean, like back then, advertising. I don't. I'm not sure how advertising was back then um, when it came to music artists and them actually doing that to sell their their stuff. But today's market, man, is is in today's time. That's the way to get things sold. So maybe that's something we can actually dive into a little bit more on another episode is when we talk about <laughs> what people are doing to become, to sell more albums. Like, yeah. Um, but that, that, that still goes to the, I don't think this is an argument. I think we all agree in, um, <laughs> on this one that Michael Jackson versus Drake is not a fair fight. Um, and Mike Mike J would probably would, would wipe the table with Drake, and it's not a great comparison. Um, like Mark brought up, um, a better comparison would be Beyonce and uh, you know Mike. Um, rest in peace. <laughs> but um, I just I honestly believe that Drake has figured it out to become that. Like I say, I'm a numbers guy and y'all are gonna hate me for it, man, but I still love you guys. He's figured out how to market himself to become the best. Um, how can I say this? The number one artist to be numbers wise. Is that better? Does that satisfy no, everybody? No. That doesn't satisfy y'all. No, come yeah. get you got a you got a nigga who's still selling records, but you can only name one of that nigga songs, but he great at marketing. Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X be still doing numbers, like you say doing numbers. Yeah. But guess but guess what? You can't name two Lil Nas X songs. You can yeah. only name Old Town Road, and that shit did fucking numbers. Right. Yeah. Since you're a numbers guy. Yeah, it did. Six it nine. Did. Same six nine is another same, example. Yeah. Like, like yeah, like. He did numbers, but I, I don't. But I don't think they, like <laughs> I think Old Town Road was a really solid song. It really wasn't. It was just a. <laughs> I like it. You know what I'm saying? I, I like it. it. Me, me, me personally, I liked it. You know, it, it, for whatever yeah. reasons, I liked it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, like we were talking about before uh, we started recording was, I'm not a fan of what Lil Nas X does. Mm-hmm. So me personally, I'm not gonna support all that other stuff. But yeah, like I haven't listened to his new album because it's like I, I can't get past all the other stuff. I don't what, want to. How, how do you know he got a new album out? I pay attention to people releasing albums. Hey, Drake, do you proving my point? I pay attention to it. <laughs> you proving my point. Drake just good at marketing, Tommy. But he's not he, a great he, artist. He's good at marketing, but also I want to listen to his music. For me, there's a difference. Every album you're gonna get a Rick Ross and goddamn Lil Wayne song. That's fine. I like that. It's the fucking who wants to keep hearing the same shit. He's Drake is the Tim Duncan of fucking rap music. Big fundamentals. And you know people love Tim Duncan. And right now Tim Duncan is in the Hall of Fame. But guess what? Michael (laughs) Jordan. Michael Jordan is and Michael Jackson is. Who would you rather have on your team? Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan of course, or fucking Tim Duncan. Michael Jordan, of course. Who would I rather listen to? Michael Jackson, of course. Exactly. 
Pointed, point proven. Like, no, no, they, they, like it's, it's. I've already said that the that that I'm taking Mike over in this argument. I'm taking Mike. Yeah. yeah. And Beyonce you know what I'm is Kobe. Yes, yes. So and would you Drake argue that Drake? Tim would you Duncan. argue? Would you, you? So you're saying Drake is Tim Duncan and not yes. LeBron? So who's LeBron? Yeah. So who's LeBron? I almost want to call. I almost want to call uh, Drake. I don't know. Uh, Robin or Wayne. What you mean? I don't know, man. I, Lil I, Wayne has been we we was kid we was kids with Lil Wayne, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We was little hot boys with Lil Wayne. We was back that ass up with Lil Wayne. That's in the nineties. I'm trying to see. I'm I'm I gotta think about that. You just you just threw me off with with Lil Wayne, man. Look, we grew up. I put, with Lil Wayne, I put Lil Wayne on an island by himself, man. We grew up with LeBron James, right? Same age group. Block yeah. is hot, motherfucking uh, fucking lights uh-huh. out, five hundred yeah. degrees. Mm-hmm. The car to one, all that shit. We nigga, Lil Wayne, motherfucker, was on fifty fucking mixtapes in one day. Yeah. Like, like nigga, he was on all the remixes. Come on now, LeBron James is goddamn Michael Jackson, Beyonce, Lil Wayne, bro. Lil Wayne was on doing niggas. Nigga was on like five hundred remixes in one year, bro. The closest thing we came today was two chains. I, I don't yeah. know, man. That's a good. That's a great point. I'm not. I'm not saying that your point is not valid because it is. But <sighs> who is Le, who is LeBron James, Steve? Who is LeBron James of the rap game? Or just music? Of just music, man. That's a hard one. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're looking at longevity, if you if we're comparing to LeBron James. To you know, career longevity wise championships, because uh, I mean, we look at Lil Wayne. Yeah, I, you know, I could, I could go that, I could go that route. Because uh, as amazing as Lil Wayne is, um, he has done some great things. But it didn't. It, it was. Don't you feel was like a it was in the corner? Because you know, if you look, really look at LeBron, if we deep dive into LeBron's career. Every team he's been on has been stacked. If you look yeah. at Wayne, every team he's been on has been stacked. You know, Hot Boys. I mean, you got Juvie, BG, Turk. Then you go on to him. I mean, him and Baby. Then you look at what he did with Young Money, which, I mean, surrounded himself with, uh, you know, some of the hottest people. Plus, if you look at every single record that he's ever jumped on, I mean, he just, you know, that formula of jumping on, you know, record, record, record. You know what I'm saying? Um, and jumping I can see on that teams. point. I can see that point, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I can definitely see that point. And, you know, we do, you know, um, if you look at the LeBron, look at LeBron in his span of his career when he was actually the best player, it, it may correlate to when we look at Wayne and, and see that when he was the best player as far as, you know, saying his career as far as in the rap game. So, no, nah, I can, yeah, I can, I can rock with that. I'm going to throw this out there to see what y'all think, man. Um, what if, what if, <laughs> Could Lil Wayne be Shaq? Huh. I don't know. Uh, I, mean, I, I mean, like, because I mean, Shaq, Shaq is the most dominant <laughs> in a lot of statistical categories and selling shoes, too. Yeah. I would yeah. call Kanye West Shaq. That's it. But see, then if y'all do that, then what do we put Jay? Shit, you know what I'm Jay, saying? Jay is fucking Bill Russell, man. What the yeah. fuck you talking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, 
Bill Russell, <laughs> Will Chamberlain, Magic, let's do uh, this. Larry Bird. That's yeah. Jay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yo, for everybody, let's do this. For everybody listening, um, if y'all get down in the comments, who's the LeBron James, man? Is are we right. spot on with Wayne? Or could Wayne be the Shaq? Yo, hop in the comments, hop in and, and let us know what you're thinking. Yeah. And we're going to go from there, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, man, great conversation. I think we awesome all have agreed that this debate as far as MJ and Drake is, yeah, just just everybody's being bored. <laughs> yeah, MJ that's what it is was. That's where it came from. Somebody pulled yeah. that shit out they hat, man. Absolutely. MJ <laughs> is the GOAT. And we Hands all agree. Down. So, Hands down. With that, man, any last thoughts or words before Tommy takes us up out of here? Motherfucking Drake song, goddammit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Everybody on earth can tell you a fucking Michael Jackson song. You feel me? Yeah. 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 That's Absolutely. It. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, with that being said, guys, thank you once again for listening to another episode of the Speaker Geekers podcast. Um, if you haven't already, please go subscribe to the YouTube, Three Out Media Studios, as well as subscribe to the podcast on wherever you stream podcasts. Um, at Speaker Geekers Podcast. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Tommy T the third. You got Steve at the great Steve O Steve. You got Greg at Barry, Barry made of wood. wood. Nah, it, like, nah, it, it be flowing. Like, I'll be like, all right, man, I'm gonna go through here. So um, I'm gonna have to figure that out. And you can follow Mark at Trademark TV. You see a shirt. If you can't see a shirt, it says Trademark TV with the logo on the front of it in red and white. Um, and Mark with a C. And Mark with a C. I'm sorry about that. Yes, Trademark with a C TV. Um, yeah, man. Y'all got anything else to say, Steve? You good? Hey, man. I think uh, I think Plaz could be the Allen Iverson of the game. Why is Eric Snow the game? Uh, <laughs> Mark, what did like? Let us know what you got going on, man, um, uh, and everything like that, man. I already let them know where we can find you, but let them know again, man. It's it's cool. You here? I got a um, honestly, man. I'm been writing this documentary out about um, me chasing women. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm interviewing 10 dudes and 10 uh, women, basically just to be asking people what make pussy good or what makes sex good or what makes, you know what I'm saying? So it's just basically uh, when is the chase over? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because women do all the choosing. So I just really want, women want to know what's good pussy. Men want to know why do women, women choose them or what do they need to do to be mm-hmm. attractive to the other, you know, sex. So, you know, I just you know, I'm just trying to tap in with that. You know, I got a little, a little something I'm working on under my sleeve with uh, Willie B coming out pretty soon. And you know, just I'm just been a film. Uh, oh, and my cousin Dexter, man, he does art. You see all the art behind me. So, yeah. Um, he's actually one of the head artists at the. Um, is it? I don't want to say it's Black Girls Rock or something coming up. They having a sneaker ball in November, so they're gonna yep. be featuring his art. So, you know, we're going to be oh, up there. Cool. So I'm going to be recording that and all that stuff, too, So for him. So, that's man, dope. it's really just, I ain't really been doing nothing. Just got them 
chilling, just to be real with you. Just just doing what I like to do. Just mm-hmm. and reading. And that's what's reading. up, man. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Well, man, I really appreciate you jumping on with us, man, and uh having this great conversation, man. Every time me and you talk, man, it's it's something. I even go to you sometimes just to get inspired to do something, man, when I know I'm feeling low. So, um, man, I really appreciate you and your time and your your knowledge, man, with everything you be passing on to me, man. I appreciate it. Keep it up. Oh, and welcome. definitely, man, we're going to keep supporting you um, from the podcast and from the 3M family, man. So definitely yeah. uh, we, we uh, want to give you your flowers now. <laughs> so good. appreciate it <laughs> i really do appreciate you man but with all that being said i'm out man peace peace